Wendy. And I'm Heather. Welcome to our podcast, Queer Religion. We're going to be having a conversation about where your spirituality and sexual identity overlap. Consider it a conversation between friends. Maybe out for a drink, like a boba tea. Hmm, a boba tea maybe with rainbows and unicorns. Yes. Hi, everyone. We've been looking for a good time to share some bonus content that's fantastic from Davin's story, and we figure now's the time before we get too far removed from his episodes. So we hope you enjoy some more of his experiences, and we're looking forward to some more stories coming up to share with you soon. All right, take care. Can you tell me um, if you were to give advice to either your younger self or someone else, do you have any that you would give when it comes to identity, spirituality? So my younger self, it's kind of a hard question because I think I said earlier, I my brain was shut off. Mm-hmm. So I was really going through the motions for, I would say almost at least 21 years, mm-hmm. 20, almost maybe 25 years, maybe 26 years until I started the MLM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But regardless, I think just have to keep in mind it gets better mm-hmm. like like whatever you're going whatever through. you're going through there's it gets better and i think one concept i've learned recently it's um do yourself your future self a favor now mm-hmm. so one thing i did have going for me which i didn't realize was part of like personal growth things was when i was at apple so i was in my second year at apple that was 2013 2013 and I think so I'm a Capricorn but it's like that that hard work mentality Mm -hmm. that high achieving I need a title kind of thing Mm because I wasn't getting it at Apple but then I asked myself like do you see yourself here in five years I'm like no the one thing I like about myself is that when I acknowledge that it's not a good situation it's really a snap okay mindset adjust let's find something else Mm -hmm. applied for hpd but because of my previous dui it didn't work out Mm -hmm. and i thought oh no now what but uh plan b was shipyard Mm -hmm. and um so i got in and what helped me make my decision to transition six months in as a brand new fresh whatever was in five years from now will you regret not transitioning and my answer was yes Mm. So I think I had that mentality of five-year plan, mm-hmm. which we talked about the other day, right? Yeah. But because I am, when I make a decision, I have that conviction to just do it. Mm-hmm. I'm at the end of my five-year plan. And you know what I mean? I, I hit that five-year plan this summer. Because your goals at the beginning of the five-year plan mm-hmm. were to be what? Were to do it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know what it would look like mm-hmm. but all I know is that right now I feel successful I'm happy in my own skin mm-hmm. you know I know who I am I know That's what awesome. I stand for I know the things that I will tolerate and not tolerate I know how to cut people out of my life if they don't speak good or do good and respect me as much the respect that I give them mm-hmm. so with that you know I guess I'm like kind of going down a rabbit hole. But That's okay. Like, right now I'm at the end of my five-year plan, and 
I think that's this is more speaking towards like the the Western mentality of okay now what now what. Mm. But I think we were talking about this the other week where like no I I think I should enjoy this for now. I reached my yeah. milestone. Right? I reached. I I'm, I'm in I'm, a good place. So I'm let in me a good enjoy. Place. And five years ago that seemed unreachable. Mm. So even though like my younger self I would say my younger self was twenty five year old dad. It gets better, like. And if you do those things that mm-hmm. honor yourself in five years, mm-hmm. then you eventually will find yourself in a space mm-hmm. that you never thought yeah. possible. I will say this though. Right? So for me, my changes actually are physical. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky that I had someone say, "You get one body, mm-hmm. so do it right." So I was lucky; I had the money to go to San Francisco. So the way that HMSA works in Hawaii, you need two years of um, of record to saying that like you're transitioning, you've been going to a therapist. Da, 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 da. I only had one year, mm-hmm. but after that, by that end of that first year, I was going insane. Every time I look in the mirror at my chest mm-hmm. with my boobs there, I'm like, I d- uh. like it was, it messed me up so bad because mm-hmm. they should not have been there. Right. And I'm lucky that I had the money out of pocket to pay for it. Because I think it was like 16 grand mm-hmm. to go to San... I went to San Francisco. And to me, I picked the best doctor. Because the doctor I have here said, you have the best nipples I've seen. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but you know, yeah. but the thing is, like, I see a lot of trans men and it's just messed up. Yeah. But it's that impatience. Mm-hmm. It's And I get it. Right, you want it to but be. I'm also lucky I had the money. And I, if I had to wait two years, I would have been going nuts. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what I probably would have done in eight months, I waited and I did it in a year. Because it was like, no, do it right. Get it set up. And my scar, even though it's a pretty noticeable scar, I'm. it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm at a point where I actually love my scar, which is great, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Love. I'm like, yeah, look what I did. Yeah. Look what I've been through. This what? is this shows what I've become and yeah. how I got to where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's you have one body. Mm-hmm. You need to do it right. So fast forward December 2017, where I got my hysterectomy. That was just me having the right job that had the best insurance for me. So I did something called the Da Vinci Mm-hmm. It's like um, the doctor is looking through a screen and controlling a robotic th- surgery machine mm-hmm. and making cool. precise this, like incisions on my body. But because they knew that I scarred, they mm-hmm. wanted to go with the most least invasive route so possible. So like laparoscopic. Kind of laparoscopic, yeah, yeah, exactly. So using the Da Vinci machine is already 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Boy. Just to use that. And my surgery was covered by my insurance. Wow. And that's a big bonus. Yeah. It was a huge bonus. Like even now, when I get my hormones, well, right now there's, it's kind of interesting because COVID. Mm-hmm. But when I would go to Pharmacare, I was paying ten dollars for a month supply, mm-hmm. and I was getting syringes. They would give me the alcohol swab things for free, mm-hmm. and like the the loopholes and like hoops and whatever people who don't have insurance go through must be insane. But I think is I've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. So if, in a way, I consider myself a privileged trans person. Mm-hmm. I've never had to s- go back alley routes to get hormones. Right. Yeah. Ever. 
never. So Which would have made that a much more challenging. I don't think I would be as were successful as I am sitting here now talking to you guys mm -hmm. if I had that kind of thing. So that's why it's it's hard. But it's important then to have proper support and resources for people. Yeah. And not just say you you know, this isn't well just you can stay how you are, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the healthcare being supportive of yeah of helping you be in a healthier place. Like sure. you're healthier than you were before Yeah. By oh, yeah. far. Yeah. But too like that road was opened for me by somebody. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm it's cool that I get to talk about my experiences on this podcast. But even if it's just like a, a small drop in an ocean, mm -hmm. if it's one way that I can give back somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people are kind of like challenged with. Because sometimes you have those, um, those thoughts of like, how do I, what is, what is life? Why am I here? What do I do? Right. Do What's, I my What's my purpose? What's my purpose? Yeah. Existential crisis. Existential <laughs> Yeah. I couldn't think of a word. Thank you. But I'm like, I'm just thinking of the stranger, Albert Camus. What is it again? <laughs> Existential crisis. There you go. But I mean, like, you're giving me an opportunity to maybe speak something that can help somebody, and I love that. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, for that's me, so yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah. And even though like I took it upon myself to go through my transition by myself, I think in a way I was strong enough to do it because mm -hmm. some some people are just aren't like that. Like some people kind of just make a decision, like a five year decision. Boom. Okay, let's do it. Mm -hmm. I'm just crazy like that. I just <laughs> do it. But so I don't know. Like, the people that have come before me made it easier. So, I mean, all, all it is is just clearing the road mm -hmm. for help to help people live normally. To, and not so much normalize things. No, no, no. But you're saying, I, that, no, I think that's important. You're not saying, you're saying that in order to live normally, like, and that's, that's like the baseline and people who have that baseline naturally don't understand don't it. what it's like to, that to fight every moment of every day to get to where you feel normal. Yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah. That's, I guess and so. that's yeah. exhausting mentally, physically, all Emotionally. across the board. You're questioning yourself every day. Yeah. Like, am I, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Why? Look at them. You can't trust other people. Yeah. You can't trust yourself. You feel uncomfortable yeah and it's and all of that weighs on everything you do your job your relationships your, you know how you feel and and it's, it's just, yeah just to get to that like you said point of normalcy which is like the baseline functioning level not even to be like everything's great and I'm like making all this progress and all these things in, in my whatever just to feel like I'm okay you have to I mean just changing my stuff. name I spent like almost five hundred dollars right just for the paperwork just the paperwork I had to announce in the paper that I was changing my name to now Davin. I like an official record, An official right? One, right. one inch by six inch column in the newspaper. That's the and I chose yeah. Monday because that was the cheapest day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, Friday. No, 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 no. I don't want to pay more than $300. No, 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 no. Yeah. Which is so crazy that you can't have the name that fits you without putting it in a paper mm -hmm. that you paid for mm -hmm. like it costs you to change your body it costs you mm -hmm. and then for having someone to that. invalidate the need for that yeah. there's it just it feels probably feels really shitty honestly actually i'll tell you this so when i so i was trying to change my social security mm -hmm. name and um 
when I sent the papers in, it got rejected. Mm -hmm. And to that point, so up the changing the name point, when you get to that point, all that timely stuff is done. So mm -hmm. if I drag my feet a little bit, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So that rejection kind of stopped my momentum. So I stopped for like a year, you know. Yeah. Well, it's well, disheartening, right? Like, it is. It's like, oh. Like, now what, what can I do to have this go through? Right. So that a year later, I actually physically go to the Social Security office. It's interesting. I, I never told anyone this. When I was there, there was another trans male, female to male, mm. who, uh, Caucasian woman, mm -hmm. at, at the time, mm -hmm. kind of bigger, mm -hmm. but you could still tell it was a woman. Or like, you know what I mean? But you know, that, that's... Like had been. Had been. Okay. You can tell they transitioned. You can tell that they were transitioning. Yeah. And it might have been early, but mm -hmm. they were trying to just do what they... Do, do them. Do what yeah. they could. Do them, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But I could see him and he, I could just see the distress. Mm -hmm. Because what they were trying to get, clearly they weren't going to get. And it wasn't to the fault of the person helping them. It was... They needed a certain document, and they didn't have it. Mm -hmm. And in rewinding back, there's a certain form that needs to be notarized that you need to have a, a mobile notary mm. to do it when their doctor signs that paper. I'm blessed that my doctor, who does a lot of trans work, Knew that. she has a notary on hand mm. to so for that. Handled, yeah. it, so it's done. Ah. And that, it didn't click until it happened, and I was like, oh, oh. Oh, that's messed up. Right? Because you know? if you don't know the hoops you have to jump for, exactly. like you can be screwed out of years of mm -hmm. time, right? Mm -hmm. Like And then I over saw, something that yeah. matters. Like I don't know if that makes sense for people who haven't had a name that doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah. But it matters. It matter. It's not a small piece. It's your personal legal document mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. in the long run still matters. It whether you like it or not, it matters. It matters yeah. And I saw him like I felt so bad. But at the same time, that day that I went there, I got, I got what I needed. Mm -hmm. I had to sit there for 20 minutes to listen to him because he asked me, like, what's my ethnicity? And I'm mm -hmm. Chinese-Korean. So I had to listen to him talk about it for 20 minutes, saying how interesting a mix that it was. And I'm like, if that's the price I need to pay <laughs> to get my, to get I, will I, need, this. <laughs> I will sit through this, easy money, yeah. you know, but I... I, it was a gamble because I didn't know. Because even when I was in that conversation of talking to him, because I had my birth certificate, I had my license, I, or I had I had things, and it was literally up to him to okay it or not. Oof. You know one, what I mean? One person has the power to reject your or ability not, yes. to be who you are and be called. Who and he you was are. sitting there too because when I got there, I the mindset was just be cool, just be cool, mm -hmm. just be one brother, be cool. <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, nah, no, nah. it's whatever. I mean, I, I understand if you can't do it. Like, I understand. Da, 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 da. But part of me is like, just fucking do it. Right. Just fucking do Why it. Why are you not signing this right just now? fucking this is sign ridiculous. it. <laughs> so he had to reread this one sentence a couple times. Be like, well, you have this. You have this. And he paused because he was, he was questioning himself whether or not he could. And then he's like, you know what? I'll just, it's fine. You have it. And then I, in my head. In my heart, in my head, I was like fist pumping the air, <laughs> but I had to be cool. Yeah. And then I had to listen to twenty minutes of him talking about how unique I am. But you know, you like are that's so unique. Yeah, you thank are. you. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's so arbitrary. It's yeah. yes. And I'm just like, and 
that person who was there who was trans to trying to get what he needed it could have been all there mm-hmm. and just certain like the interpretation of something right because that guy probably wouldn't have gone there if he didn't think he had all he needed right right no you don't take time off work and go just to the do day that to do that unless the, you think yeah. you have it mm-hmm. so like and it's rough and i remember seeing him actually at the gym before and i was like oh interesting very cool especially because this person was older mm-hmm. like i would say maybe late 40s mm-hmm. which is already harder for yeah. anything older generation it's because you're so settled in what you have mm-hmm. it's like breaking that comfort because yeah. i know from um, when i was playing women's soccer i have one person who i think she knows that she's trans you know she's like really because even before i'm like oh you're a dude Mm-hmm. But she just she's like no I can't I'm it's too late for me I'm like it's not too late right yeah. and maybe that's you know for people that are younger or older and still going through that process like it's it's not too late it's not too late to do you it may take extra effort extra work different ways of doing things or finding new locations to do mm-hmm. them but with time you take that one step that will get you where you want to be in it, five it's years. amazing how it can change things. So I will say this. I don't know if I talked to you about this. So my, during my transition, the the only thing that helped me was a movie. Mm. It was um, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh, long movie. Yeah. <laughs> but the, th- I know that movie by heart. Mm-hmm. But it's the lessons that they, they bring up in it, actually related very well. Maybe not, the same, but that's, that mindset of like things don't work out. Mm-hmm. Things don't last. Mm-hmm. If you if you it's never too late to change yourself. Mm-hmm. To start, I hope you find what you're looking for, kind of thing. I was like, so all of that resonated with me. So every time I went through a hard time, because I didn't really know who to, even my therapist sometimes it's just like it's someone that I would vent to or like speak out on. But in the moment, I can't just book a appointment. Right, can't just call them up. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, Supra. So <laughs> we I got this. Time. Yeah, right. I'm going through this right now. Can we talk? Yeah. You're not. You're free, right? <laughs> But then I'd watch the movie, and I, th- I think every time now when I play it, then cause I, I'm still at home, right? Mm-hmm. My mom knows that like I'm going, like she just lets me watch it. Oh. And so then I watch it, and then I I get what I need, like that reminder of it's okay, things don't work out, things don't last, whatever or something, whatever, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like so, a reassurance. So I mean, I'm saying go watch it for yourself and get see what I mean. <laughs> no, but so that helped me, mm-hmm. but. That's it till next time. In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter at Queer Religion Pod with one R or Queer Religion Podcast at gmail.com. Look us up on our website, Queer Religion or subscribe. <laughs>